for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. I'm John Smizer, and it's a joy to be with you again. Uh, we're here at the dinner table still, and uh, so there's someone I, I spend dinners with at times that I have time with, a, a pastor friend of mine named Steve Robbins. He's part of a, uh, he heads the Robbins Nest Ministry. You see, um, so often pastors have a struggle from time to time in life, uh, it might be personal issues, might be church issues, um, and and there's always a struggle. Like, how who does a pastor go to? How do they find that encouragement or that hope that they need to have in times of challenge? And Pastor Steve Robbins, and you see him on uh, Living Life uh, at different times, uh, either before me or after me. That he uh, has that ministry that really encourages pastors. He's been an influence in my life to encourage me in, in my ministry. And there are the times when we have struggles. No matter who we are, there's always going to be those challenges. And the question is, who do we go to for that uplifting word, that word of hope that will carry us on, that we, we don't just fold up and collapse? Well, that's what Pastor Steve Robbins does for me and for a lot of other pastors. So I'd ask you in your prayer life, just pray for Robbins Nest Ministries. Now today we're going to look at a, a, a community, the Moabites, who are going to need some hope because they're in a pretty hopeless situation. We're in Jeremiah chapter 48 is the last part of it as we look and see these who have evidenced pride and arrogance, God's going to deal with them. Jeremiah chapter 48, verses 36 through 47. So my heart laments for Moab like the music of a pipe. It laments like a pipe for the people of Ker-Hareseth. The wealth they acquired is gone. Every head is shaved and every beard cut off. Every hand is slashed and every waist is covered with sackcloth. On all the roofs in Moab and in the public squares there is nothing but mourning, for I have broken Moab like a jar that no one wants, declares the Lord. How shattered she is! How they wail! How Moab turns her back in shame. Moab has become an object of ridicule, an object of horror to all those around her. This is what the Lord says. Look, an eagle is swooping down, spreading its wings over Moab. Kiriath will be captured and the strongholds taken. In that day, the hearts of Moab's warriors will be like the heart of a woman in labor. Moab will be destroyed as a nation because she defiled the Lord. Terror and pit and snare await you, you people of Moab, declares the Lord. 
Whoever flees from the terror will fall into a pit. Whoever climbs out of the pit will be caught in a snare. For I will bring on Moab the ear of her punishment, declares the Lord. In the shadow of Heshbon, the fugitives stand helpless. For a fire has gone out from Heshbon, a blaze from the mist of Sion. It burns the foreheads of Moab, the skulls of the nosy boasters. Woe to you, Moab! The people of Chemosh are destroyed. Your sons are taken into exile and your daughters into captivity. Yet I will restore the fortunes of Moab in days to come, declares the Lord. Here ends the judgment on Moab. Jeremiah is a prophet. A prophet is one who speaks forth the mind and will of God. He declares it. He states what is right and what is wrong. And he, he speaks against those who stand in arrogance, those who stand uh, against Jehovah God. The, the role of the prophet is to declare the mind and will of God. And so as he has shared with the Moabites that they are going to be overwhelmed. In fact, they're going to be ridiculed. They'll be like drunken stupor in their own vomit, and that they're going to be dealt with in a way that God sees fit to punish the issue of pride. And so we carry on today is, what is the area? How does someone react at a time of overwhelming loss and grief? He speaks about, so my heart laments for Moab, like the music of a pipe. See, Jeremiah is not just... Uh, egotistical himself and say, nah, 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 nah. No, he's not doing that. If he, for he laments. He is sad for these who were uh, neighbors to him in Israel, that they were neighbors and, and he knew about them and he, he knew their, their, their areas of life and farming and all that they influenced, but they did have pride. And they worshiped another God. And it was here that Jeremiah acts just like God does. God does not find pleasure in punishing the evil. In fact, he's always calling those who have been involved in evil to turn from those things and, and follow him. You know, it's, it's not him sending anyone into hell. No, he calls people to come away from. And so here, as Jeremiah opens this, so my heart laments for Moab, like the music of a pipe. It laments like a pipe for the people of Kerharash and the wealth they acquired that is now gone. See, no matter what we have, it's sometimes what we depend on for our security. But for those in Moab, their wealth is going to be gone. And down here in verse 40, it, it speaks about who it is that's going to be coming. And it says, this is what the Lord says. Look, an eagle is swooping down, spreading its wing over Moab. Now that eagle is Babylon. They're going to come down in and destroy Babylon. They're going to destroy Moab, I mean. Now, verse 42 is a very sad verse. Yesterday, I asked you, uh, do any of you have neighbors that are Moabites? Or, or do you know any of the Moabite people? 
No. Here in 42, it says Moab will be destroyed as a nation because she defied the Lord. Oh, she's going to be destroyed not only because of pride, but because she defied the Lord. Oh, where I live today, I, I wonder sometimes, are Americans defying God? Are, are they defying the Lord in their uh, way of living, in what they find important? We should take to heart what happened to Moab, because at this point, Moab will be destroyed as a nation. And uh, sometimes I'm asked, uh, in fact, my wife regularly asks me about, uh, where's the United States in eschatology, in the end time things? And it's hard to find any influence from the West. There's the North in the end times in book of Revelation, Gog and Magog, and, and there's the Eastern armies that'll come but there's very little. In fact, there's nothing said about a influence or a power or a source from the West. And at that point, I wonder for America at some way if she has defied the Lord, taken God out of the uh, marketplace, taken God out of the, the society, wanting nothing to do with it. What is going to happen? Now, not only America, but wherever you might be in the world, does the leadership adhere to or follow the truths or the right things that God would hold on to? Because God raises up leaders and he brings them down. Any authority is placed there by the Lord. That's Romans 13. You're familiar with that. If he sets them up, he can also bring them down. Now it goes on here that they will stumble into a pit and they will, they will be uh, done away with. They will be entrapped. 46, woe to you, Moab, the people of Chumash. That's, that's the God they worshiped. You are destroyed. Your sons are taken into exile and your daughters into captivity. There is judgment coming. Whenever I'm studying God's word, I'm always encouraged by the little bitty words, the small words that are so important, like in Christ, in in Christ, in fellowship with him, in living according to his way, in Christ. Uh, we pray in the name of Jesus Christ, in. I always love those little words. Today we have a wonderful little word that brings an area of hope to the Moabites. Even though they are going to be overrun, they're going to be conquered, they're going to be utterly destroyed as a nation, Verse 47 opens up with yet. I love it. The little word, yet I will restore the fortunes of Moab in days to come, declares the Lord. I, I don't know when those times will come that Moab will 
reestablish uh, their fortunes. I don't understand that I, because I'm told that they're going to be done away with as a nation. But I'm also aware that God says, I'm going to restore Moab, the fortunes that they had. So in ways, I, I need to trust that God's word is true. And it ends here. It says, here ends the judgment on Moab. He has declared his wrath and the judgment upon them. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, may we learn the lessons of what happened to Moab, how they uh, were not responsive to you, how they were arrogant and, and conceited in other ways. May, Lord, may, may we not be that. May we find in our lives that small little word, the in Jesus that we live our life. And yet, you will give to us all blessings. For a single soul, reaching a portal and stepping in closer, see Jesus.